This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Matt Campbell. We'll dive into why his football program took such a big step forward this year and examine what it's going to take to experience similar growth next season and find out why the next eight weeks play such a big role in that growth. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Matt Campbell. Well, Matt, it's hard to imagine a better script than the one that played out in Memphis. And I mean, the entire experience just seemed perfect for your guys to close out their careers in the case of the seniors or for the young guys to see an environment like that. Just kind of take me back to that week and how special that was for your football team. Number one, to play postseason football was so big for the growth of our program. You know, our young guys getting those practices and, you know, our seniors getting the opportunity to cap off a career and getting the bowl gifts. In your mind, you don't even realize that Joel Lanning doesn't even, never been on a bowl, into a bowl game. You know, I, I so I think that's something that was really, you know, really fun for, for all of us, even our coaches' wives, to watch our guys, like the giddiness and the appreciation that they had for the experience. But I think for me, there's a couple of things I'll never forget. And, uh, number one is I'll never forget going to the pep rally and seeing our fan base flood Memphis. And that that was almost surreal in a lot of ways, walking in that baseball stadium and seeing the passion and just the commitment that this fan base has always given us. Uh, I thought that was a really special moment. And walking out, you know, a couple minutes before the game and literally seeing, you know, right down the middle, half blue, half cardinal, and our fan base almost willing us to a win. It was really special, and it was really special for us to be able to give that back to them, winning the game how we did. I think all those things for our young guys to see it and appreciate what Iowa State football is and becoming, uh, those were powerful moments for, for everybody involved. As you often do, you had a message for those young guys right after the game which was you're not entitled to anything because of this. And I was guessing that your point was everything you did to get to this point and to earn this is what you have to go do all over again. Nothing's going to be handed to you. And, you know, I, I think that's that's a, it's a great challenge for this year's team. Um, number one is I think we have phenomenal talent coming back in this football team. Knowing that, and, you know, for me, as the bowl game ended or the our season ended instantly my mind had been going into next season and that's just how I think and how I roll and as we were preparing for those bowl practices what were the challenges for this upcoming team and one of them is there's great talent two we could have some of the best leadership we've ever had because because for the first time that I've been in a program at each position group the best player has shown the ability to be its hardest worker but what steps into the way of our success and what can is entitlement and ego and you know i i think that's that's the nature of beast with 18 to 22 year olds and to be honest with you it's the same thing with our coaching staff and and, and coaches you know sometimes we have this ability as people to, to to think we become bigger than than the whole and I think that's the one thing that I wanted our kids to know is that we aren't entitled to our goals and dreams nothing happens without literally starting back at square one and rebuilding ourselves all over again and you know I, I think we put that message really good and I, th I think our kids have already come back with a really good mindset but there's great it's easy to say all those things it's really hard to do it one of the things you talked about late in the year was that you were proud that this had become a player driven player led program I guess at what point did the players kind of take ownership that you sensed that, hey, we've gotten to that point that I wanted us to get at in that regard? Well, I, I thought there were there were 
two really critical moments for that. Number one, I, I date all the way back to last January. And, you know, when, when I came in here and I started seeing guys straining on, on uh, at times and in, in, at nights where I've never seen anybody in any football program I've ever been around be willing to sacrifice the Friday nights, the Saturday nights, you know, and then all of a sudden you saw those numbers not only become singles, but now all of a sudden the rest become the majority and you almost became the norm if you weren't in, you know, and you became the outcast. And that part was really impressive because I don't think anybody ever said, this is what you have to do. And all of a sudden it became what you had to do. And then I, I really felt the second time was when things kind of hit, really hit the fan after the Texas game. And I saw our leadership of our football team demand that it go one way rather than the other way. And, you know, I, I think all those moments, kind of those two moments were really profound to say, you know what, we've got something really special going. And, you know, we've got a chance to really grow as a football team and a football program. Another word you use a lot is trust. Tell me how trust was established within the walls of this building, player to player, coach to coach, coach to player. And then also, why is that so important to the overall success of your program? The very first meeting that I had with our football team, I, I, I really didn't talk about much other than that word trust. And, you know, to me, it's it's one of the things every, well, you need leadership, you need quarterbacks, you need this. Really, true success comes when you have that word. And I, I think in our society today, that's really hard to find that. And it's it's one of those things when you're bringing in 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds to a situation where they come from every different background, every different walk of life. Creating that word within an organization, I think that's really hard to do. I think that's why our sport's really tough and why you see so much parity in college football. And that, that trust factor's got to start with the coaches. You know, if the coaches don't trust each other and there's not a great sense of trust and then then it permeates from the athletic training room to the to the strength strength staff to the strength staff to the equipment room to the academics everybody that touches these young people's life if they're not all on the same page it's really really hard to grow because these young guys are are feeling all that they're not just football players they're students they're student athletes they're lifting they're growing and so it's a fascinating culture that has to be created and when growth happens that trust is really at a special place and it goes player to player player to coach coach to coach and back down from coach to player and if it's missing in any area to me it starts to stick out like a, a sore thumb but that word really in my mind is the essence of success if you can create that and you have that then great things can happen and it becomes a lot more possible when you recruit the right kind of guys when you're evaluating recruits are you looking as much at their personality as you are at their talent i am you know i i think that's something that that as a young coach you're always fascinated by ability you're always fascinated by skill set and talent and the reality of it is there's a lot of great skill and a lot of great talent and with the day and age of the internet now and and social media and all these things it's easier to find that talent where i think we've really worked hard and in over the last i think this is where my growth has come and maybe our growth as a staff has come is what are we looking for? What is successful and what has success with us? You know, we, we know we're demanding. We know we ask a lot. We know how our programs run. And so to me, 
our recruiting has has changed in the mindset that those areas of recruit great char- character young people young men that have a passion for the game of football understand this is going to be really hard tough guys that get and understand the value of academics like those things are important to us and and so to me that's something we spend we spend a lot of time in I spend a lot of time in is making sure no matter who we bring into this program and really from a coach to a player who we surround our football team around has got to have those qualities that that and do you make mistakes yeah you do sometimes but the the reality of it is is that we really work hard at that aspect of it as much as we do the football aspect of it you've said many times that this is your favorite time of year january february march why is that? I love the aspect of what are the challenges and, you know, who is this team? You know, you start to identify the strengths and weaknesses. You start to the I think some of the problem solving of putting a football team together and how are you going to solve those problems become, you know, become magnified during this time of year. And, you know, the the true growth really happens you know both physically and mentally in a football player this time of year this is where you saw the marcel spears of the world and the david montgomery's and you know the kyle kemp some of these people that that really all of a sudden started to shine in our football program the chase allens these guys really started to make their growth and movement in january february and march this is a time of year where scheme makes no difference it's about player development and growth and, and ownership in a program and i love it because there's the pressure of winning and losing and out scheming that stuff's way way off into the sunset and, and the reality is you know i almost say this is like the dark days of college football because there's not light at the end of the tunnel but you know it's what you do this time of year where nobody's watching that literally has the direct impact on why you have success in the college football season and and that that part's really fun to me. And it all leads into spring football and the spring game on April 14th, which we want a bunch of fans to come out for. That's going to be a, a fun day, first chance for these fans to really come out and pay tribute to these guys. What do you want to see happen with your football team in the spring? Well, to me, you know, I, I think you look at the challenges of, of this 2018 team and I, the two things that I said that, you know, year one, we learned how to believe. Year, year two, we learned how to win. Year three, now the true success will be defined as is if we learn how to handle expectations. And what what I want to see is can we take the lessons we've learned in terms of work ethic and winning when nobody's watching and can we continue to move the needle? Now can it be not just one Marcel Spears in the spring? Can there be five or six of them? Who's going to continue to push the envelope and grow? Who are these guys that have high-end potential that maximize their potential? We saw guys like Alan Lazard and Joel Lanning maximize their potential. Who are those guys? And we you know, we do have at every, almost every position group, we've got really talented high-end guys, but can they – can they grow and reach their full potential by the end of it? That part to me is is what I want to see us continue to lay the foundation of that aspect of it too in our football program. And I want to see, you know, what's it look like the next eight weeks. To me, the next eight weeks maybe as big of eight weeks that we've ever had in our, our football program's history right now, because now they're gonna lay those fundamentals and techniques to it. And do they have the ability to create that ownership in the process that it takes to be successful? Every program has sort of an identity. Did this this season create that identity, or is that still kind of a work in progress? 
Yeah, you know, I really feel like it's still a work in progress. I feel like we're continuing to lay layers of foundations of who we are. You know, when I first got here, play with attitude and effort. I think you see us consistently doing that now. Then it was the ability to to learn how to win football games. And I think you saw us do that in a multitude of different ways. Outscore people, win with our offense, win with defense, win with controversy, you know. All those things we, we learned. But now I think another big step in this is when you become a true program is can you handle expectations and can you continue to build off one positive momentum to the second positive momentum? And that's that's a challenge. You know, those are things where, you know, when, you, when you're able to create that and you're able to do that, powerful things can happen. And so I, I think this is another great opportunity of growth within our organization and our football program. But I think this is one of the one of the great challenges that you have when you're trying to build true success I think one of the things I enjoy most about you and your staff is how much you enjoy each other how much you like being around each other and I think that's such an important thing if you're going to be around each other 16 17 hours a day you got to like each other and uh, just the lack of egos and, and nobody worrying about who gets credit for this or who gets credit for that it's kind of a football is the ultimate team game and I think that starts with you guys do you think that rubs off on the players a little bit that they see just how much you guys enjoy being around the building all the time. Well, I, I do. I, I think that's the one thing that our staff loves is is they love to work, you know, and, and I think we all have a passion to put our kids in the best position to be successful. And, you know, I, I, I do hope there's an appreciation. I, I certainly feel like our, our kids understand that. And, you know, one of the things that was fascinating to me when I got here is, you know, we had left our organization when we were at Toledo and our kids never left the building. We couldn't get rid of them, you know. And for the first month here, you're like, man, we're all the kids. Where are they at? And and I think that's the positive that you see now is our kids are around all the time. They're in the hallways, they're in their meeting rooms, they're around us. They wanna they wanna work just as hard as we do. And that part's really fun and really appreciative. And you know, and again that's getting guys that want to do that and want to be that but I think it, it you're right it does start with those assistant coaches and those guys that have a great passion for what they do and we've got some of the best in the country and and you know there is no ego amongst them and and you know they all want to they're in it for the whole and that that's hard to do and it's hard to find guys in today's world with our profession where you know salaries are outrageous today and what's going on to find guys that have that true true willingness to better the team and and really put their ego on the side and and do what's best for the program well obviously the schedule sets up with seven home games next year five conference home games and you've talked about wanting to establish jack trey stadium as one of the toughest places in college football for an opponent to come in i have a feeling fans are going to gobble up those season tickets you're going to really have a great game day environment in jack trey stadium next year yeah and you know i i think that's that's part of the excitement moving this thing forward is like you said seven home games here you know the environment that this our fan base even on the road has given us and getting us over the hump and you know that's I, I'll never forget the section in Oklahoma and the section in Baylor you know where you know they were as loud as anybody in the stadium at times and then obviously in the bowl game and you know being able to bring that back here to Jack Trice Stadium and I think our kids understanding and appreciating that and that's that's where I talk about even the pep rally in the bowl game like our kids understanding the value that so many people work hard to give themselves this opportunity to come and support this team in this program 
it's so much bigger than us. It's so much bigger than who we are or what we're about. It's about all of us. And I, that's, that's the way we're going to win here. It's going to be all of us. And, and our fan base is such a huge part of it. Our band, our cheerleaders, are, it's all of us doing this thing together. And that's what's really fun. Matt, thanks for taking some time today. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks so much. I can't wait for 18 and go Cyclones.